The PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Thursday afternoon, September 29th, here to talk about some player props for NFL Week 4. And you guys already know, joining me is my main man on the West Coast, host of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, the F1 Gambling Podcast, the CFL Gambling Podcast, Fantasy football podcast. What else am I forgetting? Propcast, NFL gambling podcast. The man's all over the network. You guys know him as Rod Via Gomez. Rod, what's going on, my man? Yeah, you can pretty much find me anywhere uh, talking about any sort of gambling. Like if if there's a uh, uh, flag football team out there in the park, I'm probably got a podcast about that and gambling on it. So <laughs> uh, no, Munaf, happy to be back here breaking down some props. Uh, my new favorite love. I, I've got a new favorite toy, and it's props. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I will say that. Um, you know, we've talked about this a lot when we do the division previews and all that good stuff. Even throughout the season, like prop betting, it's it's uh, definitely a market that's growing a lot. And I've seen the growth of it from over the past couple seasons with, you know, just player props in specific, but even you no know, touchdown props, right? I know Kramer and Sean are crushing with their first time touchdown props and you know, just the menu just a pure menu for NFL. It's just so big and there's so many, you know, advantages that you can find and take advantage of the markets. And hopefully we'll be able to do that for you guys throughout this season. But um, yeah, already Rod NFL week four, my man, it's we're about what close to 25% through the season. We already have the first London game going off this Sunday. This is crazy. I know. Well, we're 48 games into this already, and it's just been uh, ridiculous, man. And we've seen some crazy games, but we haven't seen very many blowouts, actually. And that still yeah. leads to good prop totals and still a, a lot of great stuff to bet on uh, because there's a little bit more predictability in, in some of the games that don't necessarily end in a, in a shutout or a blowout or anything like that. Yeah, you're 100% correct. Uh, it's been... Uh... It's been a lot of underdogs cashing early in the season so far, and then um, a lot of unders cashing. But we've seen some games that have had some, you know, big totals or numbers that have, you know, or sorry, high scoring games in particular with the Lions. But um, yeah, let's uh, get into our player props. Like we mentioned, we'll give out about four to five player props, uh, throw in some touchdown props as well. But before we get into the player props, let me tell you guys about where you can bet on these player props. It's going to be over at WinBet. Thinking of joining WinBet, now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus of up to $1,000. WinBet is live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Plus, WinBet has some... Uh, sorry, WinBet has their own same game parlay feature. Just click on the game you like, select, build your own bet, and start building a monster parlay. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. 
so they know that we sent you and to clean claim your free bet today offers up to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 years older and present in the state where playthrough win bet is available if you're someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 we're also brought to you by promoguide.us promoguide.us is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies, they've got daily updates on odds, boosts, and huge cash bonuses, huge cash bonuses from all the major sports books. And they've got a VIP Discord group that puts even deeper plus EV analytics right at your fingertips. I gotta say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates, and they are some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply tell you what team is probable to win, but where you'll get the best odds and how to track down. And cash in big on constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you are missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of it all is that Promo Guy is run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting, better betting community. Go to PromoGuy.us and check out their 100% tracked, transparent, and proven method for betting smarter. So make sure to check out PromoGuy.us. All right, Rod, let's get into our player props here, my man. Uh, I'll give you the floor first, buddy. Uh, if you have any quarterback props you want to give out first or wherever you want to go, I'll give you the floor. So I am going to give folks a chance to cheer for people they probably never would cheer for in their life. That's my goal this week with the week four player props because nowhere else on earth would you probably find yourself cheering for Lawrence, for Mr. Trevor Lawrence. Uh, than, than through a, a player prop. So I'm going to give you Trevor Lawrence, but I want you to cheer for him to throw for under 241 and a half yards. This one's juiced at 115. Uh, Lawrence has done this twice this season, yes, but he did it against Washington in week one at 275. And then again, uh, in, in LA against the Chargers, he threw for 262. Uh, but he did throw 235 in week two against Indianapolis. But here's the thing. Put all that aside because they're playing the Eagles this week and the Eagles have not allowed a quarterback to go over this number. In fact, the most that they've given up is 221 against Kirk Cousins and the Vikings in week two. Jared Goff, they held the 215. Carson Wentz, well, okay, it doesn't really matter at that point, but Carson Wentz, 211 uh, last week as well. This Eagles defense is not letting quarterbacks throw it all over the place. And for as impressive as the Jaguars, hold on. Run that back. As impressive as the Jaguars have looked this season, uh, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence has been okay, but I, I don't think that he's going to be good enough to top this Eagles defense that, again, has just been lights out against the quarterback. So 241 and a half, it seems like a pretty reachable number, especially for a guy that's done it twice already this season, but it's not like he's thrown for over 300. He's yeah. barely hit it a couple of times. So um, I like Trevor Lawrence to go under 241 and a half this week against the Eagles. I think the Eagles, um, I mean, you mentioned it. Their pass defense has been pretty good this season. And, you know, they they they, they haven't faced the greatest quarterback competition, right? But which is which is okay. Um, but the thing for me is that this defense had a lot of hype coming around it uh into the season, right? I know they've suffered some injuries, but that rush defense has been an area that where they have struggled. I see the first three games of the season where they're allowing 110 yards per Per game on the ground here and i think that's where the jaguars are probably going to be attacking this uh eagles defense right um doug peterson knows his team i know the systems and everything are different now with nick sirianni as a head coach 
But I think that James Robinson is off to a fantastic start this season for the Philadelphia Eagles. And I think they're really oh, sorry for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And they really need to utilize him in this game. And I think that they're what they want to do is definitely keep this defense or sorry, this offense off the field um, and really limit their possessions. And I think they're going to have to do that through the ground game and really rely on James Robinson, which kind of, you know, goes right into your prop of Trevor Lawrence not being able to get over this projection of his passing yards. And like you mentioned there again, right? No quarterback has done this yet this season through the first three weeks against this Philadelphia Eagles secondary and their pass defense. So, yeah, I like it here, Rod. I, I think that this was going to be more of a low-scoring game um, between these two teams. So Trevor Lawrence under on his passing yards, prop number one for uh, Rod. Um for my first player prop, since you took an under, I'm going to go with an over, uh, and that's going to be – I'm going to go with Josh Allen over 284.5 passing yards. And this is probably the matchup of the week, the Bills and the Ravens, maybe outside of the Buccaneers and the Chiefs game this week, Rod. But you know, all the hoorah has been about the exceptional play of Lamar Jackson so far this season for the – uh, Baltimore Ravens team. But what hasn't been very exceptional for this Ravens team, it's been their past defense, right? They are number 25 in opponent yards per completion, number 30 in opponent yards per pass attempt, and they are dead last in opponent passing yards per game. The Ravens faced Joe Flacco, Tua, and Mac Jones in the first three weeks, and all three of those quarterbacks had 300-plus passing yards in each of their games. Now, I know Tua was in a passing situation because they were down three touchdowns and they had no choice but to throw the football, but he still ended up with that game with 400 and I believe 50-plus passing yards. I think it was 469 to be exact. And I think this is going to be a big bounce-back game for the Bills' offense and in particular Josh Allen. I think this is a big game through the air for them. I think that they're going to be able to take advantage of this uh, Ravens secondary. Expect Stephon Diggs, um, Gabe Davis, all those guys that have a big game. So I'm gonna, I think that Josh Allen's going to have a, a game where he does get into the 300-yard uh, passing yards mark here. And like I mentioned, all three quarterbacks have done that against the Ravens defense so far. I'm going to fade the Ravens defense. Give me Josh Allen over 284.5 passing yards. If it makes you feel any better whatsoever, Josh Allen is the favorite right now to have the most passing yards on Sunday uh, out of all the quarterbacks. So I think uh, that the books actually do agree with you on the fact that Josh Allen is going to go on a – uh, just a yards bonanza on Sunday. This this may very well be one of the more offensively, I guess, track meetish games yeah. that that could be this weekend. Which is why I think um, there's going to be a ton of, of of stuff happening. And you know, Josh Allen, like I said, I almost did suggest that uh, that he have the most passing yards on Sunday because it's plus seven hundred if you can find it out there. Um, that's not bad for the most passing yards. Yeah. Given the the what you just said too about the Ravens defense not necessarily being the best against quarterbacks, so um, I like that a lot. And yeah, I mean this is just going to be and look, Josh Allen and the Bills are pissed. I mean they yeah. they you know they're they're pissed. They're going to yeah. want to come out and and do big things. And Stephon Diggs is probably going to have a huge game. So if you think that Josh Allen's going to throw for a lot of yards, find some digs uh, to uh, to coordinate with that as well. So. Definitely like that. Yeah, one hundred percent. All right, uh, let's get over to player prop number two. Rod, what do you got? I'll stay in that game. I actually like J.K. Dobbins over thirty-eight and a half rushing yards. All right, okay. look, you know, I, I get it that he hasn't necessarily um, he hasn't necessarily done it this season, obviously, because he was nursing his way back. But last week was pretty much the first game 
that he actually had a chance to do this, right? I mean, so I'm not scared off by that. You got to get the guy warmed up. You look back at his 2020 season. I know that's kind of going uh, far back, but the last six games that he had in 2020 before that ill-fated 2021 season, he hit over this mark. So, you know, I'm just saying like there's a possibility here that he just needed to get warmed up. Now, I know that the Bills held uh, Derrick Henry to 25 yards. They held the Dolphins total to only 32 yards. Um, but Henderson got 47 against them in week one by himself. So yeah. uh, we know how dedicated the Ravens are to this run game, even though Lamar's been throwing the ball all over the place. They're still a run first team, even though Lamar's the leading rusher on this. But maybe now that J.K. Dobbins has another week under his belt, he's got a, another week of, of being eased back in, they'll let him out and they'll let the chains out. So uh, Dobbins at over 38 and a half. I, I, I see a path for him to at least get 40 yards, if not more in this game against the bills, considering the fact that we think this is going to be a highly offensive game as well. Yeah. I mean, the two points that you just made there that I completely agree with, right? Number one, JK Dobbins coming back last week and just kind of getting his feet wet, right? Just getting back into playing time and, and just getting up to speed with the game. He had what seven attempts last week. Um, for 23 uh, rushing yards, 3.3 yards per carry against a, a pretty good New Orleans uh, Patriots defense, uh, rush or rush defense, I can say, right? I know they're number 19 overall, but and then the other point that you made is that, yes, the Ravens are a run-first offense before, you know, I know Lamar Jackson's been off to a pretty good start throwing the football and things like that, but they're still a run-first offense, and I think that, if they're going to want to negate this Bills offense, is going to have they're going to have to have success in the running game here in this game. Whether it's whether it's Lamar Jackson or hopefully in our case it's J.K. Dobbins that's able to get over this thirty-eight and a half number. So I definitely do love that as well. Um, all right, for my next player prop, I'm going to go over to the game of the week. <laughs> It's going to be Seahawks and the Lions. I'm sure a lot of people will be watching this game, Rod. But um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Geno Smith. Give me over 22 and a half completions for Geno Smith. And usually, you know, with Geno, we want to take unders, right? Because we're not really a believer in Geno Smith. But hey, he's looked pretty good so far for this um, Seattle Seahawks team. And I think that the Seahawks are going to be trailing in this game because number one, the Lions. So far this season are three and zero to the over, and they've been involved in shootouts and 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 things like that, right? Um, and I think that's going to have to force the Seahawks to throw the ball with Geno Smith, despite only having one game where he's thrown for more than two hundred yards, and that's Geno Smith. Geno Smith has had at least twenty three completions in all three games so far for the Seattle Seahawks offense. So. Two out of the three opposing quarterbacks the Lions have faced have gone over this number as well. The lone quarterback that didn't was Jalen Hurts. We know that's a more run-first offense as well. But Lions are a team, like I mentioned, are an over-team, meaning their games are going to do turn into shootouts. And this total for this game right now is set at 48 points, which I think that, again, the books are anticipating this game to be another shootout. And I think that if the Seattle Seahawks are going to want to keep up, it's going to have to be in their passing game. So I think Geno can get over this number. It's a little bit juice that last time I saw it was up to minus 140. But I think that Geno can get over this number of 22 and a half completions here, Rod. So uh, my, my, my co-host for the NASCAR Gambling Podcast always says you only pay the juice if you lose. And that is absolutely the truth. So yep. uh, this is one of those bets that is cashed for you more than it has. And in fact, it's cashed pretty much every time, right? So you know it's not going to probably lose in this instance, too. Uh, look, 
I'm not, I, I'm totally surprised that the Lions are doing this good, but I would not be surprised if this was another game in which the Lions were in a shootout with a team that you weren't expecting a shootout against. And I don't expect a shootout for the, the Seahawks, but then again, I've been surprised many more times than I haven't this season by them and the Lions as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, it may be time to stop fading Gino in, in certain instances. And I think this is one of those. Yep. I agree. All right. Before we continue the conversation here on our player props, let me tell you guys about the newest sponsor. And, you know, I, I've actually checked out this website and it's a lot of fun. And that's No House Advantage. Um, no House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platforms available today. Play and pick them contests versus other people for a shot at winning 250000 plus in cash. First, download the app, choose a contest, select your player props. Hopefully, we're helping you out with that with our player props for NFL Week 4. And if you get them right, you can earn points for correct picks, climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every single day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 extra entry if you hit on all of your picks. Bet up to five player props on their over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Make sure to check it out at No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not how you play but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match of up to $25. We're also brought to you by Babbel. And if you're like me and there's a foreign language that you regret not learning in school, it's never too late to start. And that's with Babbel. Look, when we were all in high school, we had to take that, either that Spanish class, that French class, just to kind of check it off of our list of um, credits that we had to get to graduate and really didn't pay attention. And sometimes we regret that. Babbel is going to take care of that for you now. Babbel is a language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. And thanks to Babbel's uh, addictively fun and easily easy bite-sized lesson languages, you can finally cross learning that new language off your list. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson. You can start by having a real conversation in a new language in as little as three weeks. Other language apps are using AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language experts and voiced by real native speakers, not computers. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. So right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's babbel.com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. Ross, we're brought to you by Odds Trader. What is Odds Trader? Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all your major sports books. You can also compare it to the different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics and key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so betters can keep records of all your games and betting activity. So all you got to do is go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. That's oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Rod, let's keep the ball rolling here, my man. Let's get into your next player prop, player prop number three. What do you got for the people? 
All right. I'm going to go ahead and take Amari Cooper as a longest reception of over 21 and a half yards. This one's at minus 115. He was a, about two yards short of it in week two. Uh, week three, he actually caught a 32 yarder. And if you go back to his last season in 2021, he had nine games over this number as well. All of a sudden, the Browns and Jacoby Brissett aren't looking half bad, to be honest with you. They're not really the team that we thought they were going to be, or at least I thought they were going to be coming out of the gates. They're a lot better. And Jacoby Brissett's proven that he can do things when given the time. And that is also finding Amari Cooper, uh, who needs to get hot. I mean, this team needs him to actually do better. Even though they're not that bad right now, they'd be better if he was better. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I just think another week with him and, and Cooper getting back on the same page um, and, and just finding it uh, and, and being able to to complete a pass deep. Again, we know and we've seen Amari Cooper do great things on the field. So it would not surprise me at all if they tried to uncork one uh, early to try to get Amari Cooper involved in the game. And and look, the, the long catches that he's been making, <laughs> they've all been very uh, impressive catches yeah. by that young man. So I'm, I'm all over this over 21 and a half yard. Uh, and they're playing the Falcons. I mean, you know, the Falcons have, have been lit up nine times to Sunday over the last few weeks. So um, definitely capable of pulling off one of those against them. The Falcons have allowed at least um, a 26 plus long reception to every single one of the opponents through the first three weeks. They gave it up twice in week one. um, And then they also gave it up obviously in week two and week three. And, you know, you take a look at this Browns offense, right? It's it's Amari Cooper that really does have to step up for this team because I feel like that he's the only legitimate wide receiver. I know they have Donovan Peoples-Jones, uh, but I think that, you know, we saw it last week where he, Amari Cooper had an incredible catch as well. And I think that this Falcon secondary, is just, it's not the greatest, right? We can say that. I mean, they have all the great offensive talent on this team with the young players that they have with Drake London, Kyle Pitts, uh, Marcus Mariota has looked very good as well. But defensively, it's kind of where they have struggled. And, and if you kind of take a look, they gave up 23 points to Seattle. Uh, they gave up 31 to the Rams. They gave up, uh, let's see, in week one to the Saints, 27. So they're a lot of the points as well. And it's really been through the passing game for a lot of those quarterbacks finding their receivers. And I think that this is another opportunity for Jacoby Brissett and Amari Cooper to connect for a long pass here. And we're not asking for a big number here, right, Rod? We're asking for, what, 26 yards? 22 yards even. 22 yards, even less. So I think that's something that definitely can, they can accomplish um, in this game against this Atlanta Falcons uh, secondary. One more thing, too. Atlanta's yeah. giving up 271 yards uh, passing per game. So, again, that's that's an opportunity for receivers to get the ball a lot, and, and Cooper's going to be a deep threat. Yeah. Upon a yards per completion, it's at 9.9, but I also want to see their pass defense and how much they're giving up on opponent um, – let me see, opponent yards per pass attempt – uh, give me a quick second here. Opponent yards per pass attempt, Atlanta, uh, number 23. So, you know, their bottoms in the league, they're well below average in that category. So, yeah, definitely see the possibility here. Um, well, since you just talked about that game, I'll stay in that game for my next player prop. And I feel like this is almost an automatic bet here, uh, Rod, at least till we get to Sean Watson back. It's Nick Chubb, over 86 and a half uh, rushing yards. And, 
you know, we talked about in the division previews that the Browns offense will be run first with the suspension of Deshaun Watson. But like we just mentioned, Jacoby Percent has looked really good um, being as being the starter for this Cleveland Browns team. You know, he's looked more than capable. He looks more comfortable. But I still think that this is a run first uh, offense for the Cleveland Browns. Browns le- lead the league right now in rushing yards per game, I think at 191 uh, yards per game and a lot of that has come from the legs and uh, the back of Nick Chubb first he's averaging close to 21 rush attempts per game and uh, I think it's yeah five point yard 5.5 yards per carry through the first three weeks here so there may be a little bit of correlation here that if he does uh, get the ball let's just say 17 to 19 to let's say 20 times in this game he can get over this number easily Falcons rush defense has also given up 4.5 yards per carry through the first three weeks of the season and opponents are averaging 20 attempts per game. Sorry, rush attempts per game against the Atlanta Falcons. I know there's a, there's a sharing backfield with Kareem uh, Hunt, but I think that, you know, Nick Chubb has really been that guy so far, at least in the running game for um, the Cleveland Browns. You just take a look at his numbers overall, 62 attempts, 341 uh, rushing yards so far this season. He's gone over this number in every single one of the games so far. I know he barely got it against the New York Jets where he had 87, but the one game against the Pittsburgh Steelers, 113, and then in week one against the Carolina Panthers, he had 141 off of 22 rush attempts. So, again, I think that the rush attempts are there for Nick Chubb. I don't see a problem where he doesn't get over this number of 86 and a half year run. He produces with every touch. So it's just a matter of them being able to give him enough to get there, which again, that number is pretty low. I, I'm surprised, Moonoff, that your your card doesn't automatically just auto-populate with that every single week. Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb over, right? It's Nick Chubb over and it's Justin Jefferson. But Justin Jefferson has kind of let me down over the last two weeks. I'm not going to bet on him this week, which probably means he's going to have a 100-plus yard game over in London against the New Orleans Saints. So uh, definitely we'll keep out for that. <laughs> I hope he does. My fantasy team needs it. Yeah, he's on one of my teams as well. So uh, fortunately, I've won those uh, last two weeks without his production. Uh, but hopefully he can get that. He can get back on track uh, this Sunday in London. Um, Rod, let's keep it going here, my man. Uh, what, we're on player prop number four now, I believe. Um, what do you got? Indeed. Well, let's just stay in that game. I, I don't know why, but all of a sudden this Browns-Falcons game becomes prop central for us. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm, it wouldn't be me, right, if I didn't give you some off-the-wall, non-offensive stat. Well, okay, uh, non-skill player stat. I'm going to give you Young Hoku over six and a half kicking points. I this was it. at minus 140. But again, we talked about as far as paying the juice, right? Minus 140 on a prop that hits every single week. He had 14 points in week one against the Saints. Okay, he didn't hit last or in week two. He only had five. But then he came back strong and had nine points last week. So, look, we know how good this kicker is. Like, yeah. absolutely good. And then, of course, we also know that the Falcons love to park it outside of the 20. Uh, and, and not necessarily get into score as much as they should, which is why uh, Mr. Koo is actually, you know, one of the better kickers in the league right now is because he got yeah. a lot of opportunities. I foresee that happening again with the Browns. I don't think this is going to be a barn burner of a game. Uh, in fact, what the over under on this one is, uh, let me pull that up real quick. Let me see. Falcons and the Browns. I'm seeing. Uh, 47 and a half. That's what I see. 47 and a half as well. So yeah. that, that, 
that says to me there's a lot of potential for uh, field goals. So yeah. And if I'm going to do it, I'm going to pick the best kicker in the game and the best kicker in this game for sure at over six and a half points. Yeah, Young Oku is one of my kickers on um, on my fantasy teams, and you know he's been absolutely amazing. Rod, this could have been three of three where he got over this number. He he missed a I think it was a forty plus yard field goal uh, in week two against the Rams. But other than that, like you said, he had nine points last week against the Seattle Seahawks, fourteen in game one against the Saints. And then he had five, uh, like I mentioned, did have one missed field goal in that game uh, against the Rams. But other than that, he's been solid, not only this season, but like you mentioned, throughout his career, he's going back to last season as well. So I love it, man. Uh, hopefully he has a great week for you uh, and for my fantasy team as well. But even this number at 47 and a half, they're expecting points, right? Whether it's extra points, whether it's field goals, you know, two field goals and, and one extra point gets it done for you in this game for young Hoku. So I definitely love that. Um, all right, getting over to my next player prop. I'm going to go back to the one prop that has cash for me every single week so far this season. Rod, you want to take a guess what it is? Uh, oh, God, no. You know what? I should be paying more attention, huh? Which one is it? It's not a longest reception. No, it's uh, Corlin Sutton. Let's go over 67 and a half receiving yards for him. And if it's not broke, don't try to fix it. Sutton has been the number one target for Russell Wilson through the first three games of the season. He leads the team in targets, receptions, and yardage. He's also gone over his projection in all three games. I'm going to continue riding this prop until the market adjusts. Raiders' pass defense has been uh, bend but don't break type of situation for them. And However, I can say that Sutton is probably the second best receiver they're going to face so far this season in their fourth game. Right after Keenan Allen, I think Allen uh, left that game early, and I believe it was week one with that hamstring injury. So I'm just going to continue riding this prop to the ground. Sutton over 67 and a half receiving yards. I know they have Jerry Judy, but Sutton has been able to find those open spaces in defense and really just kind of let Russell Wilson find them and get the ball down the field. And if you kind of take a look at his game log as well, for Cortland Sun, he also has, I think, in every single one of the games so far, receptions of 20 or more yards for the Denver Broncos. I'll look that up quickly here, Rod. But thoughts on Cortland Sun here? I, be, I was really high on him coming into the season where we're doing our division, uh, sorry, our season long player props, and he's he's off to a really good start this season for the um, for the Denver Broncos, and they've pretty much needed every single one of his. Um, Every single one of his catches, every single one of his yards, despite how bad this offense has looked. And yeah, first three weeks so far this season, he's had receptions of 30, 35, and 34. Jerry Judy has become like the Tyler Lockett of the Russell Wilson book, where DK Metcalf was getting all the love, right? And everybody's like, well, what, whatever happened to Tyler Lockett? I mean, he was still a good receiver in, in and of his own right and still getting good numbers, but DK Metcalf became the shiny new object. Cortland yeah. Sutton's that way to Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy is supposed to be the guy that was the flash, right? The guy that was supposed to be that man. And then all of a sudden now Cortland Sutton is that guy and everybody's wondering what happened to Jerry Judy. So, um, yeah, I mean, if, again, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? You got to keep hammering. Cody and I have that same thing in the F1 gambling podcast where it's like the fastest pit stops, Red Bull. It just keeps cashing. So you gotta, you gotta bet it until they juice it to where you can't afford to do it anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Sutton's on a couple of my fancy teams. He's been crushing it so far. Uh, so hopefully he can continue that against this uh, Las Vegas Raiders defense. So um, 
that's four, I think, for both of us, right? I know you said you also had some uh, uh, touchdown prop you also want to give out here. Rod, what do you got? Well, I mean, we are we do pick anytime touchdown, so I, I want to give do. an anytime touchdown. Uh, and then I'm going to pick the young man out of Houston, Damian Pierce, uh, as an anytime touchdown. Got himself into the end zone for the first time last week against the Bears. But what I love the most is the fact that his usage has gone up week over week. 11 carries in week one against the Colts, 15 against the Broncos. They got 20 carries rewarded for 80 yards. That's four yards a carry and a touchdown last week. I think bigger things are in store for this guy. You know, because you are a Texans fan. Yeah. Uh, but I'm definitely seeing big things. And, if, you know, the Chargers, uh, they they let uh, Robinson into the end zone uh, for the Jaguars. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure that Pierce can do that as well. He's a solid back, man. I, I'm loving this guy, uh, and I'm loving watching him run. So I think an anytime touchdown out of Damian Pierce is not completely out of the question uh, here. Yeah, look, I mean, they came out after week one to the Texans and said that we need to get Damian Pierce the football. And we know we, we a lot of the hype was around Damian Pierce coming into this season just because of what he did in training camp. Um, in the very small sample that he did play in the preseason. And let's face it, this offense for the Texans, they need help in every way that they can, right? Last season, they very weren't very good offensively or defensively. This season, we've seen, you know, baby steps of how they're improving, and that's really been starting with Damian Pierce. And since we, at least going back to week one, like I mentioned, he didn't have very many um, rush attempts, but in weeks two and three, like you said there, Rod, um, he had 15, and then he had 20 last week against the Chicago Bears. More importantly, he found the end zone for uh, the Houston Texans last week as well. And like you mentioned, the Chargers uh, you know, have allowed opposing running backs to find the end zone as well. So, yeah, I love it. I think this should be another big week here for Damian Pierce as well for this Houston Texans team. So hopefully he's able to get his yardage as well. More importantly, he scored a touchdown uh, for, uh, for the show in our picks as well. I'm saying the same game, and I have two picks here, or yeah, two picks with the same player, and I and I've talked about this, you know, in the previous weeks, and it's been, and I just mentioned that this Houston Texans rush defense is the worst in the entire league, and last week after their the Chargers game where they got beat by the Jacksonville Jaguars, Brian Staley, or sorry, Brandon Staley came out and said we have to get Austin Eckler involved more in this offense. And I think this is just the perfect storm for Austin Eckler to have a big week for the Los Angeles Chargers because, number one, Keenan Allen, yes, he was back at practice, but hamstrings can be tricky. We know about the ribs uh, injury uh, with Justin Herbert where he suffered against the Kansas City Chiefs. Did go out there for this Chargers team last week against the Jaguars. But I think when you're going up against one of the worst rush defenses in the entire league, you need to take advantage of that. And I think that this is where Austin Eckler really comes in. Right now, his number is set at 53 and a half uh, for this week. I'm going over that number. I would not be surprised if he does get over um, 100 yards, whether that's on the ground or rushing and receiving combined. I still don't see that rushing and uh, receiving number combined yet. I'm going to be on that uh, player prop as well. But I'm going to be on over 53 and a half rushing yards for Austin Eckler in this game. We take a look at the uh, opposing running backs game logs uh, of the opponents of the Texans. Week one, Jonathan Taylor, 
31 rush attempts, 161 yards. Broncos, week two. Javante Williams, 15 rush attempts, 75 yards. Melvin Gordon, 10 uh, rush attempts, 47 yards. Last week, I know I gave out uh, David Montgomery. He got injured in that game. Khalil Herbert, Rod, came into that game, 20 rush attempts for 157 yards and two touchdowns for the Chicago Bears rushing attack. Opposing teams are averaging 30 rush attempts per game. The uh, Texans are allowing 160 yards per game on the ground, and they've given up touchdowns to uh, the opposing running backs in two out of the three games so far. I'm going to go, like I mentioned, Austin Eckler over 53.5 rushing yards, and I'm also going to take his uh, anytime touchdown. I'm pretty sure that's going to be at minus money. But I think this is going to be a big week for Austin Eckler. It's at minus 105, Rod. But again, I'm, I'm completely fading this Texans uh, rush defense. Yep. I mean, yeah, minus 105. Damian Pierce is actually plus 150. But, you know, does I, I don't know if Austin Eckler has himself on his own fantasy football team. I, I feel like sometimes, because he's a big <laughs> fantasy proponent, is Austin yeah. Eckler. And I sometimes wonder if he has himself on this team just so he can try to go out and, and beat the other team just by himself. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, Austin Eckler, we, I don't think we have yet to see the full Austin Eckler this season yet. And, and boy, against a bad rush defense, I think we might be in for the full Austin Eckler effect, especially given the fact that the chargers have been frustrated at points this season anyways, to try to get themselves started. Plus who knows if Justin Herbert is completely 100% yet. I mean, you might want to just hand that ball off a few more times to take a few less uh, punishing hits. So um, yeah, this might be the Austin Eckler show. It's a perfect spot for a healing Justin Herbert, to be honest with you. It really is. And I think that, you know, even if, if, if you're once a book does release that rushing plus receiving yardage number, there might be a lot of screen passes or Dinkin and Duncan to Austin Eckler. As well. I think the usage is going to be very, very high for him in this game as well. Um, any more player props you have, Rod, before we get into best bets? I have exhausted my chamber, my friend. <laughs> All right. Before we get into best bets, let me tell you guys about Elias game plan app. Did you know that the best day of the week is actually Monday and Thursday and Sunday and for some of you, maybe even Saturday as well? Because it's football season and it's NFL season as well. Our favorite time of the year. And whether you're in fantasy leagues, betting on your team, or just talking highlights around the water cooler at work, the NFL season just got a lot better thanks to the Lies Game Plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. The Lies Game Plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats. The Lies Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of the U.S. Pro Sports Leagues. Lies Game Plan is full of information and insights provided by their renowned research team, which means they constantly give you information that is up to date and that you can trust. This app gives you everything you need this season to get a competitive edge. League validated team and player news and stats, head to head team comparisons ahead of their matchups, along with Elias key insights from the Elias statisticians, including injury impact analysis and expert game analysis, which gives you advantage in betting, picking your fantasy lineups, and showing off your sports knowledge. And the Elias game plan is releasing new features all the time, like their chat function, which allows you to talk directly with their researchers. So, you get the information you need to feel comfortable making big decisions on betting or on your fantasy football team. So to elevate your NFL season today, download the Elias Game Plan app. That's E-L-I-A-S. And right now, I have a special offer when you subscribe. Get 15% off your annual subscription, but only if you use our promo code SGPN15. 
Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or the Play Store today and use promo code SGPN15. We're also brought to you by Fubo TV. Fubo TV is what you need if you're watching football. Fubo TV gives you that complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game of an episode of your favorite TV shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash S-G-P. All right, Rod, let's close it out strong, my man. Let's get into some best bets for NFL Week 4 player props. What do you got for the people? So I think my best bet's going to go ahead and be the J.K. Dobbins over 38 and a half. This just seems like a very low number. I know he didn't hit it last week. I know that uh, it's been tough for running backs against uh, his opponents. But look, the Bills, this they've been in a lot of track meets. And, and yeah. obviously... Uh, the Ravens are going to pose a, a much bigger threat than anything they've seen so far this season. Not to mention they're, they're angry also that they did not win last week, uh, the Ravens. So they need to come back and, and make a statement. And the only way I think they can make a statement is by pounding the ball, which is exactly their identity. So I think ba- Buffalo is going to be in for a ton of, of JK Dobbins, a ton of Lamar Jackson scrambling, um, I, I, I'm sorry. I meant uh, against Miami, losing against Miami, not New England. Yeah. Uh, tend to forget what week we're in. But uh, yeah, so I, I think it's just going to be a ton of J.K. Dobbins. I really do that. I think that they're finally going to get him more incorporated in the offense. And uh, and I like him to be able to get at least 39 yards this game. I love it. Uh, I'm going to say that same game. I'm going to go on the other side. Give me uh, Josh Allen over 284 and a half passing yards. And like you mentioned, a disappointing last loss last week for the Buffalo Bills against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I think there's a good bounce back spot for them. I'm just really fading the secondary of the Baltimore Ravens defense here. And like we mentioned, they've given up at least 300 yards to every single one of the quarterbacks that they've faced so far this season between Tua, Mac Jones, and even Joe Flacco. A lot of those weren't come from behind uh, fashion, but again, this, this just is pure passing attack for the uh, for the Buffalo Bills, it's, it's it's absolutely crazy. And I think that this might be a week where if you have Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs both on your fantasy teams, or if you're a DFS player, you might want to stack them. I think they have big weeks here for um, for their for the team here. So over 284 and a half passing yards for Josh Allen as my best bet. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the PropCast of the NFL Week 4 Player Props. Rod, anything else you want to get off your chest, my man, before we get out of here? No, just follow me on Twitter at RJ Villagomez. The content train does not stop. I, I feel like I write in my sleep and podcast in my sleep as well. Like, so just keep an eye out for everything. There's a link in my bio with everything I got going on, whether it's Sportsbook Review, whether it's the Sports Gambling Podcast Network or in between media, whatever it is, find it in the link in my Twitter bio, Twitter bio at RJ Villagomez. Yeah, I speak English. Uh, I'm going to download Babel, by the way, learn English. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask you this of the, all the pods that we do, and, and maybe I'm the only crazy one, but do you sometimes when you're not potting, you're walking around, do you sometimes repeat the ads in your head? I, I mean, listen, if there's a moment <laughs> where I'm not talking about win bets, build your own parlay, <laughs> the people in the grocery store have no clue what I'm talking about. I'm always like, Hey, you want to parlay that rice with that, uh, with that can of beans over there? Like, win bet will help you do that. They're like, what? It's so crazy. It's it's crazy that 
that sometimes when I'm not like potting or reading the ad breaks that it's like coming off in my head. And I'm like, uh, if you want to bet, get down over at WinBet. You know, they have a new free or they have a free bet of up to $100 for you. Come check it out. It's crazy. All right. Enough of that. Yeah. Like Rod said, check him out on, uh, uh, on Twitter. Just there's a link in his bio. Make sure to follow him. Listen to all the pods. He does the hardest working man on SGP. And finally on Twitter at sports nerd, the MLB gambling podcast, NFL gambling podcast, Propcast. And as soon as we get done here, headed over to the MLB gambling podcast. So a lot of great stuff happening right now. Uh, make it easy for yourself. Just download the app. It's right there at your fingertips and it's already NFL week four. All right, we'll be back in some form or fashion next week for the PropCast. Look out for it then. Till then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.